Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Um, so again, we're going to leave off on some wisdom. Um, or before leaving off, we're going to touch on some wisdom. All right, Proverbs 19.11. Reading this from the New American Standard Version. I like the way this one worded it. All right. <laughs> A man's discretion makes him slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook a transgression. Mm-hmm. Now, we ain't talking about rape here. We shouldn't overlook that. No. You know, but some form of sexual harassment, some form of, oh, he's just in my personal space, you know, you know, be that as it may use wisdom. You know, I'm not going to tell people what to do in certain situations because I don't know what I would do in certain situations. But what I will say is use wisdom. Right. Be slow to anger, you know, and it is his glory to overlook a transgression. How you interpret that in that moment, I'll leave that open. You know, I'm not sitting here because there's, there's a million different circumstances out there and there's, there's no way you can parse through all of them. Um, Proverbs 16.32, again, from the New American Standard Version or Bible. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he who rules his spirit than he who captures a city. Self-control. Mm. <laughs> what self-control? Yeah, oh, I can capture a whole city, but I'm not going to chill. Mm. You know. And then we see again in Proverbs twenty-one fourteen. this one from the New Living Translation, a secret gift calms anger and a bribe under the table pacifies fury. And this is kind of what I was talking about when I'm talking about Audrey and Daisy in that film is, you know, settling out of court, mm-hmm. right? And, and not, not trying to bring a criminal accusation because it's criminal accusations in rape cases are statistically extremely hard. I won't say impossible, but they're extremely hard. Yeah, you saw what happened with the woman that called the FBI. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. Veto. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So, can, again, consult with your lawyer, you know, and see if that's a viable option for you, you know, but we just want to make that case because some people don't even know. Some people just, you know, again, with the Me Too movement being that it is, its focus is on criminal behavior and criminal adjudication. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case when it comes to most rape cases. You know, so what ends up happening is, although you're trying to champion for justice, the method by which you're going about it is not bringing about justice. Right. So we just want to make that clear. Uh, so, yeah, that's a long episode. but Man, again. All sexual immorality is sin. Mm -hmm. So we're not sitting here, you know, trying to invalidate anything, right? right? We're not trying to downplay anybody. You know, we're we're, we're certainly not trying to downplay sexual mischief as, you know, quote, boys will be boys, right? right. Not, no, we're not doing that, Mm -hmm. you know, because... You know, boys will be boys, uh, wind uh, one of them boys up behind bars. Mm-hmm. Because their parents or, was allowing them to just be out there and do whatever, and they got invincible in mind and ended up 
pulling a rape situation. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I'm just going to have my way. I'm just going to do this on the third. Because I'm the man. I'm going to be the man. Yeah. Yep. You know, I'm going to get some. Mm-hmm. Mm. Again, Ephesians 5, 3 through 14 says, let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you, church. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, or even coarse jokes, mm-hmm. right? Things you do with your hands. I'm not even going to attempt to do that. Like, I, I know some things. I was a sailor. You're not getting anything past me, okay, teenagers? Like, I, I probably I probably know pretty much all of it, probably done most of it, mm-hmm. okay? So, yeah, I, I know what goes on. Um, but, yeah, so the point is all sexual immorality is sin, Mm-hmm. You know, just making a little joke over here on the side. Oh, it's a harmless little joke. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. Again, just going back to the garden, the heart thing, the, the words that you say, the things that you speak, the things that you think, the things that you watch, all of these things can fuel the sexual immorality. Yes. You know, there you'll have an individual who's like, why can I escape the sexual immorality? I'm constantly praying to the Lord. Well, what are you watching? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Who are you hanging out with? And, and we get it. Like we mentioned before and um, and how to guard your heart and your eyes and your ears, stuff like that. And how, especially with your ears, it's particularly hard. You can't just like click a switch and turn your ears off. Yeah. All right. But for things that are within your control, Absolutely. you have the power to control them. Yeah. I realized almost immediately after I got saved, I can't worship God listening to Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. I got to turn this off. Mm-hmm. You know, and I did. All right. So it, it's, it's, you have the power to control what you can control and what you can't control. And you got to give it to God. Mm-hmm. The next thing is the gospel is really the cure. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, a patriarchal system that's oppressing women, oppressing people. It may seem that way because it is the guy, it is the man in charge doing that in a lot of situations. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna minimize that. Right. right. But at the same time, what I'm saying, what we are saying is that that's not the root of it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something else going on behind the scene just because that man more and more likely that man in most situations is not submitted to Christ. Absolutely. Right. You know, if you believe that there's no eternal consequences for your sins, then you're going to continue to do them and then be of no consequence when you die. You know, if you have this idea of, okay, when I die, I'm not going to go to sleep for eternity or I'm just going to come to nothingness, then morality is of no use morality just becomes a joke then what's the point right so i'm I'm definitely going to address this different views of eternity too because it stems from um from ecclesiastic 311 eternity is written on our hearts we all have some view of eternity right Mm -hmm. and having the correct view of eternity will make you then have the correct view of life currently presently all right from chapter one, they rather than serving the creator, they serve themselves. Yep. And that's how you get into a situation like that. Christ is not considered. We are considered. We 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 get what we want. We were just looking at that previous scripture and it talked about they are greedy for idolatry. Mm. 
their idol is themselves. You know, I'm yep. gonna get what I want. I'm gonna have what I want to have. You know, so the answer is the gospel. Yeah, it really is. The answer is also the gospel for the healing as well. Yes. People who have been uh, scarred and people who are going through and feel like, you know, uh, this is the end of the world. I have nothing. Yeah, there are things out there that can console and comfort that person. But ultimately, we serve a, a Lord who is about mending hearts yep. and fixing situations and putting you in the community where you have the individuals to help you get past that. Yes. Galatians chapter six, bear one another's burdens. Mm-hmm. We to do that. Yep. You will know them by the love that they have for one another. Yes. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we serve a good God. So, again, repentance and forgiveness must be honored. If someone had done things in the past and has since repented of their sins, Mm -hmm. then forgiveness must be extended to that individual, especially if the information is new to you. Because sometimes someone might have done something 10 years ago and you're just not finding out about it. You know, and they're they're holy ghost sanctified and saved and running around saving people, doing the actual ministry of the of the Lord, but then their past comes up. Mm-hmm. And it's like they gotta and now and now they that they gotta and now everyone's up in arms about, oh, you let this guy over here, but he really is repentant. You know, and 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 you know, now, you, you you and I, as we're recording right right now, there may be an individual that watches and we might have been in whatever type of situation with that individual. We could have said something crazy to him. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's uh, Raymond. He's on there. Oh, yeah. He did mm-hmm. such and such. He had this guy here. Yeah. You're listening exactly. to this guy? Exactly. And as believers. <laughs> I am not who I was 10 years ago. No. <laughs> Man. Who I was five years ago. Not even a year ago. Like, not oh, my God. Ago. Like, right. Look, anything that, like Lauren Hill said it best, anything that isn't changing and growing is dead. And I ain't dead. I ain't dead yet. So I'm going to continue to grow and change. You're going to be alive forever. <laughs> yes, sir. So in, um, in American culture, we have a bad habit of unforgiveness. And we're not, we're not here to say forgiveness is easy because nothing about Christianity is easy. Jesus said, pick up your cross and follow me. AKA pick up your instrument of death and follow me to death. So there's nothing there's nothing easy about Christianity. Right. Forgiveness is not easy. No. You know, loving your enemy is not easy. But that's what but we're, that's what we're commanded to do. My enemy. I mean that's <laughs> I'll get into that later. But um that's when people try to dismiss the validity of the Bible, but they don't dismiss the validity of the claims. Mm-hmm. I'm like that are antithetical to culture. Mm-hmm. Right, culture says hate my enemies. Mm-hmm. Jesus says love my enemies. Mm-hmm. Why would, why would anybody try to like that? That wouldn't sell. Right. If you're just trying to market that to somebody, right. like it feels good to hate my enemies. Yes. It feels good to cut them down. It feels good to cuss them out in traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, like why would why should I love my enemies? Nothing. That, that's not a good feeling. That's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I'll get into that later, but yeah. total total sidebar. I'm total sidebar. You almost pulled me in. <laughs> but this doesn't excuse what we're saying is so, so when we're talking about forgiveness and repentance, right? It does not exclude excuse the individual from the consequences or restrictions of past transgressions. Yes. And much the same way, if someone causes a person death because of drinking and driving, 
not only will there be restrictions placed on their driving license, but also on their drink liquor license. You can't go out and be a bartender if you're running around getting liquored up, killing people. Mm-hmm. Right? Much the same way, if you're a sexual predator and you actually repent, you truly in your heart repent of these things, you put them away, you're not doing them more. Great. You're not Good on you. You're not working with the kids. You're not working with the kids at the church. Love you, but those restrictions are going to remain in place. Mm-hmm. And Proverbs talks about, um, I want to say, when it was dealing with adultery, it talks about the shame. It's a lifelong shame. That's yeah. What you, and there are some sins that you do commit that the, you are forgiven. You have repented. We are called to have compassion and love you. But... There are restrictions that you have, and that shame is going to follow you. And it's not so much as just trying to um, make you feel bad, no. right, for things that you've done in the past. And that, again, you're truly heartfelt, repented of. But it's trying to keep you from temptation, right? Your accountability should lead you to a point where you don't even want to put yourself in a situation. Exactly. You may do what you did in the past. If you're a recovering alcoholic, you shouldn't be having a Bible study in the bar. That's just ludicrous, right. right? So same thing here. Reminds me, one hundred and one Dalmatians. Corella had a Dalmatian problem. Nah. Do not get back to uh, being around those dogs. <laughs> oh man, we've cured. Them. <laughs> all right, killing them again. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, that's about all we got. So we want to leave off with if some some resources. If you've been affected by sexual assault, you are not alone. At Rain, that is R A I N N, provides free confidential support 24 7 at online.rain.org. Again, the links will be in the description for you if you're listening on the podcast. So I'll have to try to write this down. Um, again, they provide free counseling 24 7 to support. Support for survivors of sexual assault and, and their loved ones, too, mm-hmm. because it doesn't just affect the main victim, but it affects everyone else surrounding them, too, in multiple ways, right? You call the hotline at 1-800-656-HOPE, and again, you can visit them online. But um, again, that's our show for today. It's your host, Ray Tucker. Jay Jones. And hit that link. Hit the subscribe. If this reaches you and and you know it you know it can reach someone else, you know, hit the share button. Um ring that bell, hit that thumbs up. Um join our Patreon community. Um if you so please. We would we would love to have you. We would love to pray with you and know more about you and our private community where it is a safe space to be able to share your stories and and you know talk about the word of God in a safe space without you know, um, fear of retaliation and stuff like that. Um, and also if you're a part of our community, you know, we'll take your feedback on episodes more seriously and we'll, um, vote up good ideas Mm -hmm. and, you know, we might actually make episodes based on, you know, ideas, Mm -hmm. right. That you put forth. And there's also a bunch of merch and stuff like that too that comes with it. So go check it out. The links will be provided in the description. We we are on every podcast platform there is out there. So go check us out wherever you get your podcast. Uh, check us out on social media, on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and we will see you next time. All right. So be safe out there. Peace.
Yeah. <laughs>